Week one of the NFL season is here, and while everyone else is out there talking about the same old storylines and the same old games, we've got the good stuff for you here with at least six games you need to know and tune in for for week one of the NFL season. We got that and much more on today's episode of Locked on NFL, your team every day. You are Locked on NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, football fans, and welcome into another episode of Locked On NFL. It is Tuesday, and you have your Tuesday host here on the show that's bringing you all the biggest stories across the NFL in 30 minutes or less, you've got Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL and myself, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter. We thank you very much for making Locked on NFL your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget that we're free and available on all platforms. And today's Locked on NFL is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks, which is daily fantasy sports made easy. Just pick two to five players, whether or not they're going to come in at more or less than their Prize Picks projection, and all of a sudden you can win up to ten times your entry. And of course, our first-time users can get a one hundred percent deposit match of up to one hundred dollars with the promo code Locked On. That's a one hundred percent deposit match with the promo code Locked On at PrizePicks.com. Luke, it's great to be back, and it is great to be just kind of staring right down the way at week one of the NFL season. We're here. Oh, we made it. We're, we're here. We did it. I'm so happy. Yeah. Um, we're so, previewing a week of football. Oh, we are now going to do this like 20 weeks in a row. I cannot wait. I could not be happier. And I say let's dive right in on it because we're kind of breaking down a few games today that you need to know in three categories. We'll discuss some of the games that are going to lead to upsets that we'll learn the most about, some of the big storylines that no one else is talking about. And first, we're going to start off with week one games that already have some early playoff implications, Luke, some really, really meaningful games week one. Which one stands out to you amongst the many? Yeah, this is what's fun about week one is, you know, we're, we'll go skip all the way to week 18 and we can look back <laughs> and be like, which one of those really made like which one mattered there? Yeah. And you kind of forget about it by the time you've gone through the whole season. But I'm looking at that Raiders Chargers game. Mm. Raiders traveling to Los Angeles to play the Chargers at SoFi Stadium. And that's a fascinating matchup here. Let me give you some bet online odds. Uh, Raiders are plus or the Chargers are plus 215 to win the AFC West. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders are plus 500 to win the AFC West. Okay. Um, Chiefs are better than that, obviously. The Broncos yes. are somewhere in there. The Chargers are minus 180 to make the playoffs. So a little bit better than 50-50 to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders are minus 180 not to make the playoffs. And mm-hmm. that is the third and fourth playoff odds in the AFC West. So here's what I'm gathering. Both of these teams are fair, fairly long shots to win the division, right? Chiefs and Broncos in there. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But these teams are also kind of they're like they're in the thick of the wild card hunt. That's the yeah. way the betting market sees them. This game, this Raiders Chargers game in LA is always weird. I mean, both Raiders Chargers <laughs> games are always weird. They're yep. always down to the left. Like it's always a really hard fought game. And it always comes down to tiny little things on the margins. 
And that means that something that happens on the margins this weekend might genuinely decide who gets a wild card spot in January. Like this is absolutely one to pay a lot of attention to. Yeah. Yeah. And this is going to be a fun game one way or another as the AFC West is going to be very fun. Luke, we're in the middle of the ultimate pro football preview 2022 Mm -hmm. with our partners over at Odyssey. And we were breaking down the AFC West. And I mean, there's claims across this entire division that any of these teams could win the division or end up last in the division, maybe with the exception of the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, in that latter portion. But there's even odds, according to Lee Sterling over at Locked On Bets, that the that all four of these teams could make the playoffs. Like it's that wild. Yeah. Now, if they start to cannibalize each other as early as week one, then right. all of a sudden That's things can go a little wild. Yeah, that's what makes that a difficult. I think it's what, like plus 1600 for all four teams to make it because they all play each other a bunch of times. They're going to hand each other losses, whether or not they're better or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's it's such a fast and both these teams have so much to prove too. you know, the the Chargers are like a trendy Super Bowl pick, but they haven't made the playoffs in this Justin Herbert, Brandon Staley build yet. Right. Um, You know, they they haven't really shown that they can keep it together, be consistent enough to make the playoffs. Everybody thinks that they're going to they're minus 180 to do it. But mm-hmm. they kind of have that to prove, right? They have to actualize it. And the Raiders, too, you know, you, oh, everybody's talking about Mahomes and now Russell Wilson and look how trendy the Chargers are. And if you ask Raiders fans, you ask your boy Q at Lockdown Raiders, they're going, hey, like, what about hey. us? Yeah, we got Devontae <laughs> like, Adams. <laughs> we have the most experienced quarterback now. Like mm-hmm. we, we've got this build that's been kind of growing over years and years. And now no Gruden, no Mayock. And that seems to have helped them. What about us, right? And if they can go yeah. into LA and beat the Chargers right away and they can say, hey, you don't get to forget about us, that'd be huge for them. Yeah, it's what a about huge, yours? huge statement right away. And so you have a huge statement right away. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers are favored in this one, minus two, according to our friends here at Online. And I think that this game is one of those, it, it is quintessential in terms of what we have discussed and what we've set up here. Looking back at this week 18, when one of these teams is, you know, just behind, you know, a game behind when it comes to the number one seed. Like, let's say Tampa's one game behind or a half game behind the Los Angeles Rams for the number one seed, and they lost this game in an upset because, Tom Brady's been away from the team. We saw mm. how that worked out for Aaron Rodgers last year. Tom Brady's been off doing the mass singer or whatever the, the heck it is. Some that he's Dak doing. Prescott fourth quarter yeah. heroic happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden Tampa starts off. Oh, and one. First of all, they start off. Oh, and one in an NFC South division where everybody's got the target on Tampa right now within that division. And then you end up in a situation there to where you're coming off of that, and then you're traveling to New Orleans the very next week to go against a the team one that, team would, that can actually hit that target. Right, exactly. And so <laughs> you have, so you know how it would be terrible for Tampa to start off zero and one, and then have to walk into a hostile environment against a team that you've struggled against in the regular season for the past what three years now, and really historically. But you know, since Tom Brady's been there, you've been struggling against them, of course, and so the risk of starting 0-2 to start the season, all of a sudden your playoff odds drop so much and you know, certainly your number one seed odds drop so much. But then on the other hand, if Tampa goes out there and does what they, by all you know, intents and purposes, should do, which is win this game against the Dallas Cowboys, that puts the Dallas Cowboys one down in the, the conference win total, which could end up being 
the tiebreaker in what should be a very convoluted, very clustered, and very sort of, I guess, tight NFC East. And of course, they just signed uh, Jason Peters to replace uh, Tyron Smith, who yeah, they lost earlier huge. on. Humongous loss for them. You're replacing him with a 40-year-old tackle. Luke, the, the loss of Tyron Smith had such a huge impact on the way that people viewed Dallas that their win total came down in Vegas. Like wow. that was massive in terms of the importance that they put on that position. You replace him with a 40-year-old tackle and say, okay, let's hope to get 17 games out of him. Is that going to make them the team that can knock off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That's the thing that that I can't get out of my head with this one. You know, the Buccaneers feel like a team that's they're going to find 11, 12 wins at least somewhere, mm-hmm. right? If, if it's not against the Cowboys, they'll find them somewhere else. But the Cowboys are going to be in this neck. And I mean, the NFC East is a two division or a two team division right mm-hmm. now um, until the commanders or Giants prove that they're a real team. But the Eagles have sort of slowly like taken over as the favorite to win the NFC East. And I feel like if you did a poll in March, that would not have been the case, but then they trade for AJ Brown. They have a really good off season. The Cowboys seem to kind of have some losses and some, the Cowboys got worse this off season and the Eagles got better. At least that's the way I see it. Yep. And so the Cowboys are kind of going to need every game and losing this one. Like I know saying this week one is insane. This might not be a game they can afford to lose. They got to find them somewhere if they're going to keep up with the Eagles that seem to be juggernauts. But at the same time, what if the Eagles are total disappointments, right? What if Jalen Hurts just isn't it and all the stuff they put around him isn't enough? And then suddenly the Cowboys can just sort of waltz to winning the division like they did last year. Um, this, I, I think we're going to get a sense for where that all is really, really fast. But right mm-hmm. now we don't have one. And it feels like there's a lot of lot at stake here. Yeah, yeah, big time. So that's going to be my like week one implication game there is the Tampa Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. There are a couple of others um, as well. Of course, there's a lot of really good divisional games throughout this th- right. throughout this week one. Uh, but those games, I think, are going to be really interesting ones to watch as we look back to revisit them possibly at the end of the season. Absolutely. And hey, if you want a little extra something, something going on in those games, why don't you check out Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made right. I don't like daily fantasy. I don't like having to fill out an entire team Mm-mm. And having to like, I, I've got like one or two takes and I just want to like play that. So, Luke, you know, I don't believe picks. in a salary cap. So daily fantasy <laughs> no, does not work. Not me. on Tuesdays <laughs> on Lockdown NFL. Um, but, so go to prizepicks.com, pick two to five players and then just answer the question. Will they get more or less than this or that? You know, Kirk Cousins, more or less than 285 yards. Alvin Kamara, more or less than 10 touchdowns. Like reasonable things like that. <laughs> You're going to take them more. Okay. Um, that's how prize picks works. I think it's a much more intuitive way to play daily fantasy and it's all very fun. So go to prizepicks.com and uh, you can actually get a $100 match, hundred percent instant deposit match up to hundred bucks with promo code locked on. If you deposit a hundred bucks, Prize picks will give you 100 bucks. Deposit 50. Prize picks gives you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, everybody, continuing on with this episode of Locked On NFL. As always, we appreciate you so much for making us your first listen on this Tuesday. Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL. Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola. Luke, we spoke now. We spoke in that last piece about the team or the 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 
the games that will have sort of these major uh, early playoff implications in week one. Now, I want to get to some of the fun stuff because we know some of the big storylines, right? Russell Wilson returning to Seattle week one on Monday Night Football. That's going to be absolutely huge. Um, Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. hosting his former team, right? The Cleveland Browns. at that's, Good versus uh, evil. Yes, a hundred percent, right? But what about some of the games that carry storylines that no one is talking about? Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Okay, so the way I I wanted to approach this was what game, if I want to know where the future of the NFL is going, what game am I tuning into? Mm. That's got to be 49ers Bears, right? Mm-hmm. Because oh, 100%. there are like two of the biggest unknowns right now. I mean, Trey Lance, of course, we haven't seen him play. Like, let's right. see what we get out of Trey Lance. And then Justin Fields, rookie year went bad. He doesn't have that much better surroundings. We are going to uh, talk about that a lot on the NFC North preview and the ultimate pro football preview. Mm-hmm. Um, what does Justin Fields have in him year two? Has he taken a step forward? Has he gotten an ability to overcome problems in his surroundings? Like all of that is really fascinating and they'll test each other too. You know, um, Trey Lance, we've never seen him against a football team and the Chicago Bears arguably are one. And the 49ers at a floor. That's, They're at least a football team. You can team. debate debatably. <laughs> um, and the, but the 49ers, like, they have a fascinating front. They're going to put a lot of pressure on Justin Fields. Um, they have one of the best defenses in football, I think, in terms of projections. Mm-hmm. That's going to test these Chicago Bears. What do you have in you? If this goes um, in, and I, you have the betting line in front of you, but if this goes mm-hmm. in a like 49er blowout and they win by three scores, yeah. Well, that kind of tells you, okay, Bears fans are in for a long one. And now it just becomes, can we keep Justin Fields from breaking more physically or mentally? Right. Um, and then you kind of look at the 49ers and go, all right, maybe they're going to be real here and let's see what happens when they go up against a team that's taking the season seriously. Yeah. And I think this there's is, a lot to think about. Yeah. This is a pretty big spread here. This is minus seven in favor of the 49ers. But, and I, but I think a big part of that isn't just the, at Chicago too. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So it's, it's kind of, it kind of feels like minus 10 in a way. That's, that's a multi-score yeah, spread, right? Says. And yeah. so you look at that and then you I think the other thing that's going to be really interesting, too, is just watching Chicago's offensive line go up against a very talented San Francisco 49ers defensive front. Right. Which includes really their front seven because they blitz from all over the place and they get pressure from all over the place. And then how does that end up impacting a guy like Justin Fields as well? But you don't really have that quarterback to swap Justin Fields out with. Like you need to figure out what's there. But do you have the pieces to allow yeah. yourself to actually get that evaluation, but you're right. That's the future of the NFL right there with, with those guys. And, and another player that is absolutely in that conversation in terms of the future of the NFL, although he might actually be in the present of the NFL for me is Lamar Jackson. And that's where I go next yeah, when it comes that's a to huge, like what happens in the next like four months with oh, Lamar Jackson. It's humongous. And it all starts up against, and this is favorable for Lamar Jackson starts up against the New York Jets of all teams, not one of the greatest teams in the NFL, Luke, uh, certainly not this year going into 2022, we might not even see them with Zach Wilson. So my, my angle here, in terms of the way that I'm watching this, the, the Ravens right now, according to bet online favorite minus seven going into this game. So same spread as the other game that we just discussed, 
Lamar Jackson has been negotiating his own contract. And, and according to Kevin Ostreicher over at Locked on Ravens, there's basically been a deadline that, that he kind of set. I would imagine that that deadline has now passed because here we are week one, or maybe the deadline's today, right? Like right. here we are week one, they get into practice and everything on Wednesday, they've got practice and then they're ready for a week one matchup against the New York Jets. So I assume that that deadline is either passed or or we're in the midst of it right now. And if that is the case, then that means that 2022 dictates how much money Lamar Jackson makes for the rest of his career. And right. it dictates what the Baltimore Ravens are able to do and build around that quarterback. They didn't win you know, the Super Bowl with him on a rookie deal and all those other things that you hope to see. But he had this, you know, phenomenal MVP season. And I personally think that Lamar Jackson is an MVP MVP candidate again coming into this 2022 season. So you go up against and you get to start to build confidence against a New York Jets defense that is awful. You are in a situation there where you can go off for multiple touchdowns and then all of a sudden, you've built your confidence to set the tone in terms of what your identity is for the rest of the 2022 mm-hmm. season. And the team's success is specifically and uniquely tied to that identity, which means tens of millions of dollars, Luke, when it comes yeah. to what that changes in a contract I, negotiation. I, to, to go back to the Bears real quick, mm-hmm. I think about like Roquan Smith, who oh, sure. has been holding yeah. out. And he basically said, mm-hmm. okay, deadline is passed. Let's play the season and come back to it. But I want to focus on the season. I wonder if Lamar Jackson's in a similar spot where he goes, all right, we had our chance here, but now I'm going to focus on the season. And if that's the case, the season is a proving ground, whether yep. it's for the Ravens or or not. Yep. Because yep. if the yep. Ravens don't want Lamar Jackson, I mean, they're insane. Right. Because they did kind of build a team that is uniquely structured around Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, And that's a leverage that he has and probably why the negotiation is hard. But like if Lamar Jackson has a good year or a bad year, yeah, it can change everything. Cause if Lamar Jackson throws three interceptions and is like, Oh my God, he just sucked against the jets. What happened? And we're all, and that's the storyline. What's wrong with Lamar Jackson. Everybody's making their think pieces. If that's the case, well, th- yeah, that has an impact for the next five years of his career because uh, now 100%. it's, Oh, does, do they even resign him? Does he hit free agency? Now is he in a, the, like a, uh, nobody really wants him kind of place. Is he the next, you know, like that, could happen, you know, I don't think it will at all, but that's mm-hmm. one of the permutations, that's part of it. one of the possible outcomes. 100%. Um, yeah, and it all starts with the Jets. I think that is like this whole season, but the fact that they get to start with the Jets does favor Lamar a little bit. Yeah, and, it, and it's quarterbacks, right? It's quarterbacks galore. It's Russell Wilson, it's Baker Mayfield, it's Trey Lance, it's Justin Fields, it's, it's Lamar it, yeah. Jackson. It's all about that quarterback spot. And so there's going to be a lot of eyes at a lot of different spots when it comes to quarterback. But I just think that Lamar Jackson storyline is one that I think kind of got overlooked over the course of this offseason. It was a busy offseason. Let's be real. You know what I mean? There was quarterback news from Houston it, to elsewhere Cleveland. Elsewhere in the AFC this, North. Yes, exactly. There's a whole bunch going on about. there. I get it. But man, that Lamar Jackson storyline is one that's wild because good or bad, it all starts for Lamar Jackson on Sunday. Absolutely. Well, maybe he could knock down a Bilt Bar or two right before he goes. <laughs> Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet. Uh, It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They are all covered in absolutely delicious 100% chocolate, and the flavors are getting increasingly more and more criminal. Their latest monstrosity is cookie dough chunk puffs. 
It's got the puffy marshmallowy and then chunks of cookie dough. Again, covered in 100% real chocolate. That doesn't sound healthy, but listen to this. 160 calories, 15 grams of protein. So get on over to built.com. Snag a box for you and the fam. It'll be a perfect treat. Go to built.com. You can use promo code locked on 15. That's locked on one five and get 15% off of your order. Promo code locked on 15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, everybody, we are wrapping up today's episode of Locked on NFL with the games that you need to know about going into week one. Luke, we are finally here. It is week one of the NFL season, and that means we're in for some upsets. We're in for some upsets. Everybody loves a good upset. Unless you're, week one's unless always you're, full of them. It's oh, always a weird week. It's, it's always a lot of good stuff. Remember the New Orleans Saints last year, 38-3 to over the Green Bay Packers in Jacksonville, a neutral site game where they were, you know, the underdogs displaced for Hurricane Ida. Oh, it was a wonderful time. Uh, but now, of course, the New Orleans Saints will walk into that week one in upset watch as well as a couple of other teams. But the thing about the upsets is that you don't just want an upset for the sake of upsets, right? You want an upset that actually teaches you something you learn something from. So what are the, what is an upset for you that in week one, you feel like you would learn the most from? I'm so tempted to say my Vikings, but I'm not going to Mm -hmm. instead. I'm going to say, cause like that would be fascinating if they beat the Packers. Yeah. But what and that's I, one of those playoff implication week one uh, games. Also too. that, yeah. You know? Um, but really, it for, the one that jumped out to me was Cardinals Chiefs. Because the oh, Cardinals are yeah. another team with a lot to prove. There's, they, they, I mean, it's hard to, it's weird to say it, but, you know, because they made the playoffs and everything. But they have underachieved what they thought that we thought they could be. They were mm-hmm. one of the best teams in the league last year and they collapsed. And it's like not the first time something like that's happened, right? Can right. you be a real team like Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, listen to Alex Clancy on locked on lock on Cardinals. Like it's, it's Oh, a uh, hotter seat, I guess than you would yeah. think considering mm-hmm. that they made the playoffs. And if they can just come out and be like, Nope, we're beating the chiefs. It's home game. Um, it, ho- home game. And the chiefs yeah. have gotten out to weird starts before. I kind of can imagine. I don't think yeah. I take it, but I, I kind of can imagine. Um, and of course, you know, the Cardinals are always at their best in the beginning of the season. Right. But if they can come out and and take that win, not only will it, I think, teach us, hey, these Cardinals might be for real. Maybe this is a different, more mature, more consistent team. Um, it will put a lot of their offseason turmoil to rest. The homework clause, all of the disgruntled stuff after the playoff game. A lot of that noise shuts up real quick when you start winning and when you start <laughs> beating elite teams. Yeah. That yeah. would teach us a lot. It would. And and keep in mind, too, that that would be an upset that the Cardinals would pull off with a suspended DeAndre Hopkins, which means that they would just right. get DeAndre Hopkins back later on in the season. I actually think it's a Thursday night game against the Saints that they get him back is the first game. And that he's a win they eligible. might really need. Yes, Because they exactly. play that like, yeah, that's. Yeah, that, that will be a very important win when the, the Cardinal season almost certainly is coming down to a game or two. Yeah, get one absolutely. against the Chiefs. That that'll be a good one in your back pocket. Yeah, right. Because you can kind of stumble into a few other wins. There are some other expected wins, things like that. But if you get that one big one to start off, and then your team gets better six weeks down the line, that's it. Not a yeah, bad spot to key. be in. 
And then you also have sort of all of the things that they're doing with Isaiah Simmons that are really interesting over the course of this offseason. Yeah, kind that of defense is fascinating. Yeah, creating that star position for him and finally letting him play kind of the, the, the role that this guy was effectively like born to play in. They'll figure out Zayvon Collins. Around, yeah. yeah. So there's a they're lot a fast there. flying defense. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be a fast flying offense too. Clifford Kingsbury and that, that air raid system. Um, for sure. All right. For me, and this might be, this one might be a little far fetched, but look, if the Jacksonville Jaguars upset the Washington Commanders to open up the season, I think super we super functional organization with everything functional. that are on top of everything, and there's nothing going on in those buildings <laughs> nothing. that will doom them. Of no concern whatsoever. But that's nothing the to thing. see here. But <laughs> nothing to see here. But that that's the like tagline. Washington Commanders. <laughs> nothing, nothing to see to here. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. But that's the that's the other piece of this too, right? Like if the Jacksonville Jaguars all of a sudden are, let's say, half a year ahead of where we expected, right? Like we think maybe like, okay, they'll get off to a slow start, but maybe they'll steal some games toward the end of the season when things start to click. But maybe they start to steal some things at the beginning of the season when things start to click. They get kind of half a season ahead of themselves. And then all of a sudden you look at them and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, that organization's kind of actually functioning for a second and you learn a lot about this team where they are their confidence in terms of what they see in themselves how the hiring of doug peterson impacted this team in a positive way and then of course you've got trevor lawrence who you want to be a good quarterback like this ends up getting you into a big piece and it also teaches you that no matter where carson Wentz is it's just not working right and you start to build up a little bit of that concern if you're a washington fan as well uh, underrated storyline is the Carson Wentz versus Doug Peterson revenge. Oh, game. great point. A little bit of a um, revenge game there. Yeah. So here's where I'm at on this. Cause like the commanders are the kind of team that if it's the end of the season and the Jaguars won this game and the Jaguars didn't turn out to be good and you go, well, yeah, but the commanders are the kind of team that would lose a game like that. Mm-hmm. And so that like does like that can still track to me. So I'm not necessarily looking for if they win this, game. they would beat the commanders on a field goal. Like, yay. Mm-hmm. But what I'm looking for is, do they look good? You know, do yeah. they look like that? When's the last time that you could say the Jacksonville Jaguars were headed somewhere? 2015? Was that it, right? Five. <laughs> I mean, it's been I was a thinking while. about that defense a few years ago, right? That, that 2017 like, defense, surprise. maybe. 2017. It was still like, ha, huh, but how do they get out of Blake Bortles and keep this whole unit together? And 100%. And, 100%. It, and it was a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. Um, so like like when was it the the last time the the Jaguars were where I would say like the Lions are right now where you go okay it's not put together yet but there's a vision you can there's see a the mold yeah 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 yeah, yeah and it's been a minute. if the Jaguars can come out and if Trevor Lawrence looks like he's the next dude like if he looks oh my god the the pre draft hype was all worth it and he makes it and he's going to be a top ten quarterback this year like if if Trevor Lawrence is a top ten quarterback this year. Second year leap. It's going to happen. You know, the Urban Meyer thing wasn't his fault. And he's the prospect we thought he was. And there's a lot of evidence to suggest that maybe, maybe. Yeah. Does anything else really matter in Jacksonville? No, that's a dub immediately right there for Jacksonville. Like if he tosses three touchdowns and we're going, oh my God, this Trevor Lawrence, this could be the Trevor Lawrence breakout year. That means everything. There you and go. even if Washington beats up on a stupid defense or whatever, and and the Jaguars lose thirty two to thirty eight, I kind of don't care. If Trevor Lawrence looks good, and I'm a Jags fan, screw it, I'm all in. Yep. You're happy at that point for sure. 
For sure. I love that. I, I think that's such a good angle to all of this too. And it, it takes us back to the quarterback, of course, but just knowing like, hey, the biggest question that you can have, and especially if you can sort of see that it's the coach to quarterback connection that's working as well, you've answered yeah. your two biggest questions as an NFL franchise. And that's a great place to be. Then you're beyond just being a half year ahead of where we thought you might be. You might be a year ahead of where we thought you might be. And then you're just looking to put the pieces together around the quarterback while he's on that rookie deal. And for Doug Peterson too to do that against Carson Wentz, oh. who basically won the power struggle that got him ousted from Philly before Wentz was unceremoniously traded. Um, boy, that would taste good. Oh, <laughs> but speaking of those uh, Jaguars, tomorrow on oh, Locked On NFL, you get hey. Tony Wiggins and James Rapine. So uh, get hyped for that. Also, check out the Ultimate Football Preview, the Ultimate Pro Football Preview. You can search it out on Odyssey or wherever you find your podcast. It is a separate podcast feed. Um, all of us Locked On hosts and Odyssey experts going over the entire NFL uh, previewing the whole thing is a must listen. It is your cheat sheet. So go get on it uh, for Ross. Jackson, I'm Luke Braun on the Locked On NFL Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.